This week on The Reverse Stick, Tyron Barnard joins us to talk about South African hockey, India is on their way to Oz, and who got the Fantasy League question right? Welcome to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. I am one half of your host, John Lee. The other half is me, Matt Allen. Welcome. Episode 93. We're back once again. Yeah. Pushing up those numbers not far away, is it? Oh, seven to the hundred. Is it seven to the hundred? Or, is it seven. Seven? Seven. Yeah, good. Three, oh, basic math is still yeah. there. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You wouldn't have a problem if it was seven goals to ten or three. We'd be counting that up pretty quickly. We're not talking about double points, are we? Because we don't want any of that coming up. <laughs> Certainly not. Are Good you to have you back. Are you listening, Hockey One? <laughs> Come on. Let's just get the program started. Let's be goals. Going. Anyway, anyway. It's good to be here. Welcome. John. It's good to be here. Um, well, you know, I'd <laughs> you're just overwhelmed by the whole hockey week, aren't you? It's just overwhelming. This start to the season... All those phone numbers, the text messages, everything that's going on, all the hockey that's being played. We're launching walking hockey at the club on Friday morning, so yeah. I've had a bit of a week of it. I've had a weekend full of hockey, which I absolutely loved, and got two games in Saturday, Sunday, training on on Monday night. Um, I'm here now Wednesday night, but Friday, 10 a.m. at Fremantle Hockey Club is the launch of walking hockey in Western Australia. Uh, we've just gone off, gone off on our own and just done it. There are some things happening at state level with different programs and stuff that are happening. But uh, uh, Club Stalwart uh, Banksy, had, uh, he's wanted to, to get on top of it. Uh, what, what? Apparently, all you have to do is turn up down at Stephen Street yeah, and ask for Jim. Ask for Jim. Ask for Jim, yeah. and well, he'll that, sort you out. That was his quote on local sports radio here in Perth. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a busy week just trying to make sure that the word's out there. Who knows how many people are going to turn up? Um, you know, we might have a thousand come down just asking for Jim. <laughs> where's, where's Jimmy? <laughs> Can yes. we make a picture book out of that, like a bloke in a black and white striped You can buy those. Can like, like, individual... Um, the like one. named ones? Yeah, my daughter got one. Where's uh, my daughter's name? And she's in all the little little pictures along it. It wasn't wasn't too expensive, apparently. It was Chris yeah, 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 it's good. Um, yeah, so yeah, busy, mate. Really, really busy. Um, oh, good. good. Yeah, but hope, hopefully I'll have a little run around on the grass this weekend and release all the tensions of the week. It's been busy in hockey as well. News and well, should we start with well the big tournament, hockey series finals, the, the Olympic qualifying 2019. pathway. Now the big talk, of course, leading into this tournament was not about the teams participating necessarily, but about the fact that they weren't going to have video referrals. Yeah. Um, very interesting tournament so far. There's been some very very exciting hockey played and. Lots of great skills on display. I've been good fun. I've really enjoyed the four. And it's interesting not having the interruption to the game that's caused by video referrals. But there's a slight interruption generally for the for the attacking side where they stand and abuse the umpire. Well, no, they just do the TV motion a few times and then sort of try and imitate (laughs) the the hand signals that the umpire should be doing. And then then they realise, oh shit, the ball's at the other end of the field. (laughs) It has been. It has been. A slight difference to the games, hasn't there, from what we've been used to watching in the, at the international level. Yep. You know, just a slight change. I, look, I don't care one way or the other, but what I do think is an issue is that if you're all in an Olympic qualifier, then you should all have it. Yep. And that's what the Pro that's League it. is. Yep. That's Sta- what this is. Standardisation. Yeah. Um, but a fascinating tournament. Uh, we've got down to the stage now. We've We've got our semi-finalists organised and arranged. Um, after the pool rounds, Austria finished at the top of Pool A. They had two wins from their three games. Canada finished in second place. They had two wins as well, but goal difference got the Austrians through a goal difference of six there. They they put uh, five past Belarus in the first game. But the, but the Canadians beat Austria 2-1 in, in, in the group. Yeah, so uh, interesting how all these things work out. Yep. Wales ended up in third position and Belarus fourth. Wales winning two games as well, but their goal difference putting them 
in fourth position. And a sensational win over the Canadians for Wales. Yes. Three, three, one, a real topsy-turvy group, though. In Pool B, Italy surprised everyone, well, I think, yeah. finishing on top there well, and they, well, playing really attractive hockey. World ranked 31, 32. Um, they, yeah, the rank outsiders were certainly within this tournament, but yeah, I think world ranked 31. Um, we certainly didn't mention them last week when we, no. we said the three that we would imagine being in the mix in the top four. Uh, Malaysia finished second in that pool. They ha- only had the one victory and one draw and one loss. The same record as the Chinese who finished in third, but a superior goal difference. China, a goal difference of zero and uh, Malaysia, a goal difference of positive four. Brazil, unfortunately, finishing bottom there. So uh, Belarus and Brazil will be playing off for seventh and eighth position. Uh, fifth and sixth position will go to the losers of the crossover games which were played today and it was um, Canada getting over the top of China in a shootout 3-1 after scores were locked 3-all at full time really interesting game came down to uh, the final few seconds last 20 seconds Canada put one in the net uh, thought they'd scored the winning goal Umpire blew a 16. I'm not going to say a free out because that is just a stupid term to be using. Everybody knows what a 16 or a 15 means in in hockey. We all know, we all understand that this idea that commentators have got to change their terminology to free out, which is just such a stupid term. Look, Silly. Bit, a bit bit of a shock there with uh, China bowing out and look. They had a 4-4 draw against Malaysia in the group, uh, lost 2-1 to Italy. That's what did the damage for them, and a 3-2 comeback win over um, over Brazil, and then a three yeah three-three draw in the crossover. They weren't that far off off it, but that's amazing. Yeah. Well, you look at the, 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 their performances at the World Cup though, and you go, oh geez, you wouldn't think them to be dropping out and, and finishing sixth in in this tournament, would you? Yeah, fifth or sixth. They'll be playing uh, against Wales who lost uh, their crossover final against Malaysia. Pretty comfortable for most of the game, 2-0 up Malaysia there. Or I think it was tight. Oh, fairly, fairly, yeah, fairly, fairly late, um, wasn't it? Wales scored a goal with five minutes to go. The game sort of really ramped up. And that up wasn't that a ripper as well? That, yeah, the last now, five minutes. I wouldn't say that was a crash ball, but as, if uh, there was, there was ever anything that would be a crash ball, that, that would be something it. very similar. Oh, okay. and, yeah, and a little nick off, nick off the stick on the inside, and uh, they were back in the game for the last five. So that leaves semi-final one to be played between Austria and Malaysia, and it will be um, who's the other team playing in the other semi-finals? Italy, Italy and Canada. Italy, that's it. I couldn't quite make out <laughs> my abbreviation there. Uh, Italy versus Canada, uh, with the final to be played on uh, the fourth of May. That should it. be an interesting final. Well, yeah, Italy surprise package. They've, yeah, um, they get through. They've recruited well, shall we say? <laughs> um, similar to their ladies' team, there's some influence from some players uh, that are. Uh, That's uh, the way of modern yeah. sport, though. Don't yeah, not necessarily these bought. are not one outs. So these, you know, this happens all across the board. They're, they're, make, they're making headway and uh, making a making a joke of the rankings once again. So fair play, whatever they're doing there. I mean, you've got to coach them anyway. It's no good just uh, qualifying people. You've got to get them together and coach them oh, and get them playing good, hockey yeah. together. It's, and if you naturalise, that means, you know, generally you've spent some time there and you're... Well, you've got to have the passport, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. So, no, so we, the, the Argentinian guys and, and perhaps some, some Belgian Dutch guys... They might want to live in Italy regardless. Just happen to turn up to play hockey. Yes, that's right, John. Exactly. OK, so that's what's going you, on there. What, is that where you're going to go next? Where? Italy? Going to go in there? Me? You haven't oh. retired yet from international hockey. No, you? no. If the look, if the offer comes, I'm hoping. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. I, just I thought I might get an offer for the South African coaching job, but we'll talk more about that with Tyrone later. Will. Um, of course, yes, Jabu coming up soon. Yeah, he will be very shortly. Um, that's hockey series finals all coming up in the next couple of days. Uh, Make sure you tune in on FAH Live. It has been there with some uh, really interesting commentary from Terry Walsh. Yep. I enjoy talk, hearing him talk about hockey. As she does what as she does. And uh, it's been great. The television, the the actual shots we're seeing, and the and the production values of the coverage are excellent. Yeah, it's been great. I, I buffer a bit, but that could just be my local, um, board, um yeah, service service issues. Um, but generally, yeah, generally pretty good. Excellent. Got any more news? 
Uh, oh, there was one more game played. I forgot. Sorry, I got one more bit of news. One more game played. Quarterfinals in Belgium over the weekend. So semis in next weekend. We'll give you some news on that next week. Uh, yeah, it's an end of season stuff happening in Europe over the next couple of weeks. We got one score in from the series between Japan and Korea women last week from Ibaraki in Japan. Uh, first game went to Japan 2-1. The second one game went to Korea 2-1. So everything square in a two-match series, even the scores. Uh, that's the last of the international results. Oh, little shout out the Trans Tasman Challenge, which is happening on the Gold Coast in Australia yes. at the moment. Masters. Uh, yeah, Masters. Uh, so it's a, a joint sort of team competition. So you get points for your country um, from the result in your game. Uh, two days of play so far. So you have to play on the same team as a New Zealander. No, 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 no. no. It's New Zealand against Australia. Um, to play for the Trans-Tasman Trophy at the end of day two. Uh, we're currently looking at Australia, 42 points to New Zealand, eight points. Uh, so the green and gold having uh, a lot of success on the field on the Gold Coast. Uh, Everybody's a winner off the field, though, I bet. Well, I bet they are. <laughs> I bet it's a lot of fun there as well. Um, but, of course, you always get your better strength teams on the home games, don't you? Uh, so this is, this is a, bi- a biannual challenge, so don't be surprised if the Kiwis come back stronger in two years' time. Uh, that, ca- that That's on through through the weekend, John. So if you're on the Gold Coast, go and watch some vintage hockey. And you can catch the latest about the Pro League by listening to Totally Pro League, totally episode League. 11, out now. Totally Pro League. <laughs> You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. What have we got up next? Oh, I know what we should talk about just very quickly. Go for it. India coming to Australia. They are indeed. Uh, oh, within the fortnight, isn't it? Yeah, a bit exciting. We that, got really. we got we got the whisper about it, but it was only really officially announced uh, in the past few days. So yes. two full Test matches. Uh, the Kookaburras men's versus this is, this is men's, yeah. Um, gentlemen's gentlemen's hockey. The two. The, the, 18-man <laughs> squad that's been announced as well. So, uh, a debutant, uh, a couple of old faces, Rupinder Pal Singh back in. Uh, a, a bit of a mix-up. Not a massive squad to bring over, but they're also playing against WA Thundersticks. Yes. It says, which I'm not sure we've got a WA Thundersticks team anymore because Hockey One is superseded. It's the Australian Hockey League. So it's now the Perth Thundersticks, isn't it? It's, uh, well, they call it a club too. But I suppose you can do that in the name. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit confusing. But anyway, they're playing a state team. Um, well, no, they're playing a state association team. Yeah, but there's, four, there's five, five games in total, I believe. So I think there might be against the Australian development side. Yeah. Um, another one or two of the games there as well. So if you're local in Perth, get your eyes on it. If you're not, hopefully we'll be getting down there either under the, the guise of the reverse stick or push past pundits to our friends in India. Um, yeah, getting down and getting really some interviews after the games and, uh, yeah, hopefully... Uh, Chat to a few guys? The, the, uh, we don't know. It's not confirmed whether there'll be uh, anything streamed or not. Um, if there is, we'll give you all the news on that. If there isn't or it, we're, if we're at a game where there isn't anything streamed, then Watch we, we, yeah, we might get a few cheeky little snaps on uh, Facebook or Instagram and uh, try and share the love of live hockey. <laughs> You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast, and it's time to catch up with our good friend Toran Jabu Bernard once again and talk all things South African hockey and, of course, talk about the brand new podcast. Tyron, thanks for joining us once again. Yeah, absolutely. Great to be on uh, on the podcast again with you. And I think, uh, yeah, it's really where I got my introduction to hockey podcasting and it's been the little bit of the influence behind Getting Hockey 24-7 going up myself. Hockey 24-7 is the name of the podcast. Tell our listeners all about who you've got on there and what sort of stuff are you talking about. Yeah, so I partnered up with a South African uh, award-winning sports journalist, Derek Alberts. He has his own media company called Raya Media. They went, um, and after they were at the Dakar recently, they bought uh, these roadcasters and started uh, looking at starting some podcasts, so I approached him and said, hey, why don't we do a hockey one? And that's how the conversation started, and 
Um, yeah, what what we've done is we do it on a weekly basis. We don't have a, an exact day of the week that it's released because it's unfortunately still influenced by our day jobs. Um, but uh, yeah, we have a weekly podcast, about 30 minutes to 45, and, and each episode features a hockey person. Um, so obviously we started right at the start with Lloyd Norris Jones announcing his retirement from SA Hockey. We spoke a little bit about his modeling career. Um, and if, if you're bored, go and, go and Google Lloyd Norris Jones, Germany, and the first article you see will be a modeling one, not a hockey one. Oh, um, we've boring. spoken to, yeah, no, absolutely. We, we spoke to, um, Marcel Keat, who represented South Africa, both hockey and water polo. Pumi Mbando, who you guys know quite well from the PHL, the SA goalkeeper. That's right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, coming out, uh, Later this week or early next week will be our interview with Marsha Cox, uh, who's the most capped South African hockey player of all time, uh, which we recorded uh, about a week back and we're doing some editing and stuff. And yeah, a really great chat to someone who was a great servant of the game in South Africa and is continuing to serve the game internationally now. Is she on some uh, FIH uh, committees? Yeah, so she was on the FIH Athletes Committee. She's now on one of the subcommittees because her, her um, period had come to an end. And, uh, yeah, obviously hockey in the family with uh, her husband being the head coach of Kampong, her kid growing up next to a hockey field. So, uh, who knows, maybe we will see uh, her child playing for South Africa or maybe even Holland one day in the future. Now, you mentioned international hockey there in South Africa, and we've got some news hot off the press with regard to the men's coaching job. Yeah, so just this morning, or uh, maybe yesterday morning when it's released, uh, your, your side is there. Gareth Ewing has been appointed the new voluntary head coach for the South African men. Uh, it's a contract or an appointment that is from now until the 2022 Hockey World Cup, so giving him a good three years. Um, obviously, right up there. Uh, in a month's time, we have the Hockey Open Series final in India, and he will be tasked with taking an unsponsored team um, there. And obviously, that comes with its own challenges with players who can't afford it. And unfortunately, the Hockey Association has very limited funding, so it could be quite interesting um, and a big challenge. Uh, I mean, all your listeners will, will probably know South Africa qualified for the. 2016, 2014, 2016. When was the Olympics? 2016. Yeah, yeah. So we qualified for it through the African Cup, and uh, our own national sports committee turned around and said the African Cup isn't of a good enough quality. We haven't got any clarity from them for this uh, for this time round. So if we work on the basis of the same, there's a lot of pressure on these hockey open series because yeah. that's really our route to the Olympics. What is the situation there in South Africa between the Hockey Association and the, the government agencies that dole out these dollars? I'm assuming there's a, a South African Olympic Committee situated somewhere in yeah. there? Yeah, so SASCOC, the South African Sport um, and Olympic Committee, um, they, they're ultimately the, the overseers and, and decision makers when it comes to any of the Olympic sports. So they handle budgets and everything from a Commonwealth Games point of view, from an Olympic Games point of view. But it also means that they're able to set internal qualification criteria um, because they're funding it. And, you know, understandably from a small point of view, sending a hockey team, sending 18 players, six support staff, so 24 people, and literally that's not a middle hope, whereas in athletics or some of the other individual sports, they can send two or three people and get a chance of getting two medals back. Um, and that's very much how they're judged um, by by the uh, the country at large is how we do in those events. Um, we also have our national lotting, which funds sport, but it, it's nothing significant enough to to run a fully fledged uh, high performance development. Um, circuit or anything like that and so much like Gareth who's been appointed coach he's appointed coach with a zero um, 
there's zero salary, no salary of zero a month. So, you know, as much as I think the South African job would actually be quite, um, what is the right word, quite appealing to many, many coaches around the world, you know, the fact is not only is it a zero, zero rand budget from a salary point of view, uh, what I know from Mark Hopkins, the outgoing coach, was it's a significant loss of income in your other jobs. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, it's a massive challenge. I think uh, with Gareth, who's been appointed, he, you know, he's been in the system for 14 years in various roles. I think he's shown how his commitment to SA Hockey, and I think it's a good appointment from that point of view. Um, also, and, and I can't uh, share who all the, the candidates were, but having seen the candidates, I, I, I'm very glad with the decision that they've made. Your offer to pay them, they didn't consider that one, Tyra? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about it, but <laughs> I'm still waiting for Hockey 24-7 to uh, have a, you know, it's bludgeoning, they're <laughs> <laughs> only earning a million, a million dollars, Aussie dollars an episode currently. Oh, you know, the plane, the fuel for the plane is quite quite expensive. Yeah, well, you've got yeah. a long way to go to catch up with us. So <laughs> yeah. Sorry. yeah, they're rolling. Yeah. I, uh, no, don't worry, I'm still renting my plane. <laughs> I, I don't even own it yet. <laughs> I think you find uh, we, uh, we might have uh, some investment in the company that does. Is that right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just just on that, is there, is there any doubt that, or is there any chance that the the men's side won't make it to India for for, for funding issues for hockey series finals? Um, look, there's always doubt, but I think. Um, I think the team will definitely go. I think the the damage that withdrawing from an FIH event within a month, uh, you know, there's fans for that as well. Yeah. You almost start to get into a bit of a catch-22 there. But if you do, though, you get ranking points, which unfortunately, as we've, we've said before, are still very important to sponsors here in South Africa because because of what happens with our big three sports being soccer, rugby and cricket. Those are very rankings, international team, are the driver. Um, if they perform well, sponsors jump on board. Um, and, yeah, I think it would almost cost us a lot more money not to go than it will cost us to go. There's some good news for sponsorship with the women's side. Yeah, fantastic. So Supergroup came on board last year for the World Cup, and they have... Um, seen a, a bit of potential with Robin from Dunkel and his team and they've come on board um, as far as I know for the next 12 months but with option to extend so the girls are going to Valencia their, their squad is being announced tomorrow morning in South Africa um, their final 18 that are going to Valencia and I think it's fantastic stuff they don't have any pressure on where are we going to stay how are we going to afford this because their sponsor will cover the cost obviously it's not a Extra money in the bank sponsor, but it is a cover the cost, which is a, which is a great thing. And and yeah, thank you to Supergroup. Will this make them the Super South Africans, and will they wear a red cape? <laughs> I I mean I feel like Keely and the umpires wouldn't like that because <laughs> it'll get in the way of something. But I feel like it's a marketing opportunity. But we're missing if we don't do it. Maybe just for the no, run. I mean, maybe the run on. They could rig someone up. Yeah, imagine, I mean, there's no VAR at all. What, what do we call it? TMO. Yeah. I've been watching too much soccer lately. Um, at the World Seri- at Open Series Finals. But imagine we could use like a spy and fly players in from the corners like a superwoman. I mean, yes, the, 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 the possibilities are yeah, endless. They are, but I'm, I'm just, all, all I'm envisaging now is two umpires arriving in a helicopter in the middle of the field. <laughs> I mean, why not? So many possibilities, Tyler. So many possibilities. So, um, hockey groundbreaking from a technology point of view. (laughs) We're very good at that. Look, I mean, look at football. Look at football. They're only now starting to use a a, a video assistant rest. I mean, we've been doing it for years. Yeah. We've been doing it so long that we got to the point that we now don't even want to do it anymore. Nah, boring. Who needs it? (laughs) Did that? Tried it? (laughs) Yeah. Nah. Let's start controversy rather. Waste of money. Okay. Yeah. Come on, you two. Stop grandstanding. 
So, uh, Tyron, you've got the current episode of Billy, <laughs> Billy and Tooley. Uh, so where, where do people get hold of it? Where do people get hold of Hockey 247 yes. Podcast? So you can, uh, obviously, on all the major podcast catchers that I know about, so Spotify, iTunes, uh, obviously Apple Player. Um, that I sounded like John there. <laughs> Apple <laughs> the Apple Pod Player catcher thing. Yeah. Uh, it's also on some... Also on something called Speaker, which I've never heard about, but they put it on there. So good on them. <laughs> yeah, and uh, look, obviously all the links are on on the actual website, Sports Twenty Four Seven. That's Sports the Word Twenty Four the Number and Seven the Word. dot co. dot Everyone can check everything in about SA Hockey. And that's on the, all the socials as well: Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, um, we don't have a, a Hockey 24-7 account itself. We've got the my, my own personal at Tyron Barnard, uh, Derek's personal at Derek Alberts1, because uh, he forgot the password of at Derek Alberts, <laughs> so he can never <laughs> get into it. Yeah, and um, uh, the SA Hockey handle has also been sharing all of the podcasts, which has been really great for us. Well, super. Well, uh, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you're getting some support from them with it um, I'd, I would say it'd be nice if they could help contribute and pay pay you for it but uh, I suppose getting the coach paid first is probably more important yeah look we we, uh, we have some some ideas up our up our sleeves around potentially getting a, a little bit of funding uh, together so that we can attend more events uh, we're looking at trying to we'll be trying something in May doing a live podcast at an indoor game between South Africa and Zimbabwe. Right. Uh, we don't know how that'll go. We obviously realise that uh, there are challenges with live broadcasting, but Derek, Derek's been involved in that for a lot longer, and he he thinks it'll be great, so we're going to give it a try. And, uh, yeah, if we can just get funding to, to cover costs. We're not trying to make money out of it at this point in time. We just want to get to as many events and tell the story as much as possible. It's fantastic. You do such a great job there for hockey in South Africa, Tyron. You should be very, very proud of yourself. Thank you once again for joining us, and thanks for filling in the listeners on what's going on in your part of the world. Yeah, guys, thanks as always. Keep uh, obviously keep it going. I'm looking forward to the uh, the raising of the stick for the hundredth episode pretty soon. Oh, yes. And it's been pretty good to. Uh, be on this journey. I think uh, I've chatted to you for the first time back in, I think it was episode 31 or 32. Wow. That's right. You were back, back on for 50. Yeah, and then a couple of others in between with the PHL. So, so I think it was that taste. It was that taste of the reverse that, that uh, <laughs> made me go and look to start uh, a podcast myself. I'd Touch your stardom. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd hate to think <laughs> what the taste of the reverse stick is. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty sweaty. Uh, no, never. <laughs> we don't want to lose listeners. <laughs> Great stuff, Tyron. You take care. Good luck with the podcast. We'll see uh, you soon. John, thanks so much, and have a good one. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, and what a pleasure it was, John, once again to have Jabu join us and talk all things South African hockey. Yes, it was indeed once we finally got the interview underway, but to learn more <laughs> about that, you'll have to be... A patron. Uh, yeah, there'll be one of our little TRS Extra podcasts that go out to our Patreon subscribers exclusively, coming in ne- coming up in the next 24, 48 hours for you. Um it took us a while to get there, didn't it? Um, it did, but we managed it. We had a few laughs, but you'd have to tune in to get that. And look, if you want to get on and support us as a patron, you can get onto patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick. And uh, any help would be greatly appreciated to help us keep bringing you the suite of hockey podcasts. Okay. A couple of things that caught my attention, Matt. Go for we? it. Let's go for a couple of things. First of all, talk once again has arisen of the Players' Union. What are your thoughts? Oh, well, we, we talked about this months and months ago, didn't we? It, it has to be a necessity. If we're talking about things being pro and the name of the, the, the current premier hockey competition on the planet is the FIH Pro League, then you would think there would be need to be some kind of professional players' union. One point to make about this, a lot of this renewed call for a players' union has been driven on the back of 
uh, the EHL finals and club um, commitments, commitments yeah. uh, against pro league commitments, and a lot of it is driven around Europe and what's happening in what happens in Europe. Although I know Argentina is very much caught up in it because of payout situation. Yeah. Um, when we talk about a players' union, are we talking about an international players' union, or are we talking about a, a union of hockey players? That's that's my only my only concern with it. And is it a bit too the idea of it at the moment? Is it a bit too centralised about Europe? Um, look, it, there there would naturally be some centralisation there because of a higher proportion of people earning. A higher portion of their earnings by playing the, you, by playing you, the sport. Yeah, but where, what do you call a professional? That comes back to an idea of what we call a professional hockey player. In what is essentially an amateur sport, wouldn't that be any, anybody playing internationally? Yeah, well, or yeah. is it only no, it's people a, no, who have nice quantify. club contracts? Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a hard a hard thing to quantify, yeah. isn't it? If you're if you're getting paid. No, well, no, I guess you'd make it as, as long as you're prepared to pay the union fees, mate. <laughs> you're, you're most welcome. You're most well, welcome. Maybe, yeah, maybe huh? there's a little bit in that too. Um, maybe you're right. Maybe the, the power is in the numbers. And and what would actually be the remit of any of any international players' union? Do you think? Look, I'm not against the idea. I'm not saying don't have a players' union by any stretch. Welfare, just safety, um, you know, tick all those boxes. So would, would that a, include? You know, players from country A being financially rewarded the same as players from country B. You'd be a long way down the track with making those kinds of demands, wouldn't you? That you would make, you, you would be waiting a long time before you got, I'm just wondering if, if is it in the remit of the International Players Association to go, or maybe it's written into their constitution that all players are at international level. If international hockey is the professional level, what, what are, well, I guess it comes. What do, you, what, what, what do those people put on their passport as a profession? Sports person? Yeah, possibly. Uh, these so, are all questions that and, have and, to be and, and, about, and, and, and certainly here in Australia, then there would be a certain category for your your taxation and what you identify yourself as with regard to the you levels. Don't put of, your profession on a passport, do you? Yeah, you do, don't you? No, don't you? I'm pretty sure you don't have bricklayer. Does it have oh, yes. beer coach driver on yours? You, you, <laughs> you, no, you, I'm sure you used to. No. I don't, have you got a passport? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I don't reckon you got one. Oh, it's just, no, I am allowed out of the country. Yeah, it's getting back in. They didn't, take it, they didn't take it off you? No, they no. didn't. They didn't. That was a terrible affair, wasn't it? <laughs> well, that's that's. That's why Clint Flicker and I are not allowed to be in the same place at the same no, time anymore. No, no, Never no, see no, us no. in the room together. No, safety's sake. Yeah. Um, yeah, there'd be a lot of work to be done on establishing that organisation, wouldn't there, John? Um, it's, these are things to consider, and you know what? A, a lot of people are throwing support behind it, but I haven't ever heard someone lay out a model for it. Or, uh, you you know you'd I mean? be able to pinch one off somebody else, wouldn't you? Yeah, so. but you still got to know what the model is, don't you? Regardless of whether someone pitches it or not, it's uh, it's got to the point yeah. now where someone has to, I think, propose something concrete that we can just start make yeah. having these discussions about. Anyway, I think if something like that happens, that it's about having having <laughs> having somebody centrally that can be that advocate, that um, point of contact for. Um, any kind of advice when dealing with clubs, national associations, and talking about contracts and money, uh, or in the case of South African coaches, no money. <laughs> <laughs> so you would have a players' association yeah. and a coaches' players and association. coaches' association, or, or separate entities. Yeah, we can't afford to do both. We just do, just do the players well, and well, coaches. Well, we could if, look if, if the reverse stick was on board with it. Then obviously we could we could fund both of them um, ourselves. We could fund the jets to fly them around the world. Yeah, of course. Um, but look, this needs to be kept separate from us, John. It does. Yeah, yeah. Although I'd like to run it. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else is going on in the world of hockey? Well, your uh, turn. Uh, totally pro league. I know that's where most of the pro league conversation happens, but there's been a fair bit going on on Twitter with regard to pro league crowds over last weekend. Oh, only um, now? 
Well, now it's uh, got to Germany. Over most weekends. Right. But, um, Germany and GB, there were some com- comments on both. Um, that was a game between Germany and GB, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, was that the Friday, the women's was that the Friday game. night game or the Wednesday night game? But there was more, on more than one occasion there was um, there's been comments about crowds and there's a, obviously there's been the uh, the debate that oh well the one stand was full but none of the cameras were on it and that's something that we've uh, fallen foul of in the past in the, within the game when are we going to learn um, on how to broadcast properly and take advantage of the people that are actually in the stadiums um, but. Uh, the numbers did seem pretty low. Well, they did. There's no doubt about that. And the worst thing about the low crowd numbers is that's a hit Beautiful stadium. Big stadium. Lovely, lovely place. Yeah. That's one of the problems with the hockey series final in Kuala Lumpur. For, oh, look at it. It's, it's a beautiful stadium. You could just imagine how amazing it would be yeah. to be packed and blah, blah. But it's, it's far from packed. Yeah. And, yeah. How, and how often is it packed? Uh, yeah, well, that's a question I'd like to know the answer to, actually. But it's it's a fantastic facility, and yeah. Well, we talked pity. we talked before off air on it, and said, well, are we better off going to more boutique stadia, and maybe where you can only get two or three thousand people in and around the pitch, but they're all in and around the pitch, they're on top of it. It's there's people everywhere in, in the in the line of the camera, and there's that. Um, intensity from the crowd that the players can feel because everybody's so close to the action with it. Uh, once again, more questions that we don't have answers for, oh, well, but we'll have a crack at we, it. We can check anyway. them up anyway. We can check them up. Got any more? Uh, what else we got? Um, New Ireland head coach for women yep. has been announced uh, replacing Graham Shaw, who of course is headed south, south, south to take on the New Zealand Black Sticks uh, women's role. Well, guess who is set to take on the Irish women's role? Who? Sean Dancer. Going the other way. Oh, really? So, not cosy little job swap. I wonder if they've uh, swapped houses as well, maybe. <laughs> um, there's no, I don't believe there's a date set yet for when uh, Sean Dancer can... Depart, but they want to get him up there fairly quickly. In it time makes things easier if they both have dogs. Series. Right? Be beautiful, wouldn't it? <laughs> dogs? Dogs? Do you like dogs? Yeah, okay, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, well done. Congratulations. Um, Hockey Paper on Twitter posed the question. It asked, what, if there was one thing you could change about domestic hockey, what would it be? And it's a very interesting question. And a very this is sort of stuff we pose. And a, and, ve- and very uh, English hockey um, heavy responses on there oh, naturally well, that's because that's, that's the market. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, you know, I do recognise a lot of those issues from my, from my time there. Go on, throw one up. Oh well, Dr. Bernoulli, he's on my hobby horse. Make the season April to October. Yeah, there's got a few likes on that. I spotted yeah, that. Yeah, no, look, that's uh, that's one. How about 35 minute halves from uh, Ian McCoy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a listener to the show. Don't worry yeah. about Ian. Oh, yeah. is I think, he? Uh, oh, hello, involved, Ian. I think we've with a whopping hockey club. Then uh, Hockey World News comes in with 35 minute halves are not changing. Anyway, we'll wait and see whether England hockey do oh, that well, or not. Reverse dick says something there. The funny thing is, the two minute quarter breaks hardly allow time for adverts or analysis. Oh, that's good. That's not a, that you'd be listening to the reverse stick for analysis. That's a good point. But uh, there's a lot of stuff about, uh, you know, uh, ra- about raising the access for state school kids yeah, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. more clubhouses alongside multiple pitches from Andy Andrew Hadley. Um, and Mandy Davies agreed with that, um, the Olympian. Uh, uh, Claire Slater said... Uh, Salter. T- Salter, sorry. Claire Salter talked about raising access for state school kids. There's plenty more along those lines. Uh, BMR 0014, 0014, I should say. Hockey has lost its place as main sport on curriculum at state schools for girls since losing on... Autonomous girls per depths. Uh, PE department. Oh, girl per. Uh, governed by men, hockey always loses out with football and rugby dominating team games. Now, now stop. Now look at the, the post just above that. Isn't that more to do with teacher's sporting background? If the teacher is a hockey player, more likely to get students playing. And that was exactly for, how it was for me growing up in the UK. And teacher yeah, te- teachers played and teachers have played with my dad and 
and friends of mine have gone on to be teachers to continue along that and so that's if, if you play the game and you're a sports teacher then you that you know you make sure that's part of the curriculum james taylor posted that not a fan of his music but thanks for posting it, james um Careful, careful, because you might get five tweets back. (laughs) Peter Long, cheaper to participate. Astro high high charges are very high. But unfortunately, maintaining and laying astros is a very expensive thing to do. Uh, Free-to-air television coverage of the domestic national league. The standard is great, but hardly anyone knows. Bill Haywood said that. Yeah, cool. Galvanised hockey, get them involved. Uh, Andy Smith, biggest crowds and best atmosphere games this season have been BUCS finals and Sheffield Varsity. That's the university stuff there, John. And Bill responded, which shows that it can be done. Uh, so there's plenty of talk there. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's going on. Just put two student teams against each other and invite 5,000 students down at 2 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, it can yeah. be done. No dramas. Jack, Jack Rolfe. <laughs> Oh, yep. Yeah, Coaching Jack. lab. Hi, Jack. A higher amount of overseas import players allowed per team rather than the current restriction of two per team. Well, that would obviously fit with the idea of raising the profile and getting it onto TV screens. That could very well do so. Uh, ask EH to promote work of galvanised hockey during the league. Steve Tick. Pritchard. Yep. Look, there's plenty of answers uh, and responses there. Get onto the hockey paper, have your say. It's an interesting discussion. Bearing in mind, of course, that there's not one thing is the answer. No, and, and, and every situation is different. Yeah, and uh, it'll take more than just changing one thing to to get hockey moving in the direction that we're all trying to get it moving to. It's it's not just making it up, putting it on TV. It's and it's full of opinions as well, John. I, I sit here opposite you. We do this podcast. I don't agree with half the bloody things you say. So what chance did the rest of the world got? You mean as many as half, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> oh dear. Let's uh, have a little break. <laughs> all right, that's all you're getting, mate. Five point four seconds. To talk now? Yeah, oh, that was the break. That was the break, right, yeah. right, okay. Uh, what else have I got written down here? Um, do, go on. Emails. Yeah, okay, about, yeah, oh, we know we do. We've got two emails to talk about, but the first email we're going to talk about um, comes to us from, if I can just bring up my, uh, my... From Tab. So we did receive a, Tab Thomas. an email from Tab Thomas. Um, primarily, John with regard to the scored Fancy League Dream Team. And yeah. now Tab was a little bit upset that last week when we mentioned, uh, look, send in the email if you're in the, basically in the top five with the answers of uh, uh, the, for the two questions to qualify to win a prize <laughs> in our, our Dream Team. Um, now, Tab finished in sixth position. She was very proud of this. Now, Tab's a Kiwi. She's, well, it's uh, above you, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is above yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Don't miss it, <laughs> you didn't even have a bloody team in there. Um, but yeah, Tab was very, very pleased with her um, performance. 185 points in sixth position, and you should be. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm a seasoned pro at this game, and uh, oh, what did I finish? 18th. Or <laughs> yeah. like um, now we did get an email, John. From, we'll come back to Tab's email actually toward, in, in, in a moment. Um, we did get a winner in the scored competition. The actual first place wait, wait, finisher. We've got to, we, what? No, we got to finish Tab's email. Have we? Yeah, because we need to do a big fanfare, you know. Okay, all right. So go, go back to Tab's now. Okay. Tab says that she's not sure that a Kookaburra shirt is a prize. Would any Kiwi wear it? Well, it's a good call from a it's good good call from a Kiwi from a Blacksticks fan, isn't it? It but, is. We understand that. The but she still wanted to enter anyway. Just wanted <laughs> to make sure. <laughs> you did pretty well with your picks too, Tab. Now, you, know, you know why though? Nothing wrong with playing hockey they, on grass, cause but because they, they all secretly want to be Australians. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, Brett. Now. It's, Apart, she mostly really enjoys our our podcast. That's good. Thank you mostly. Very much. That's mostly. good. No, no. Praise redacted. Don't put the praise in. 
take the, take the, don't read the praisey bits out. Just read the points. No, but she has a wee tip for us. Can you please never describe female players as girls unless they are under 12 years old, especially as you usually describe the other teams as men? But otherwise, you do a great job remembering the female. Thank, thank you. Now, that's a fair point. Well, it I, should be women and men, shouldn't it? If we're going to, unless we go girls and boys, it should be women and men. <laughs> should be what? Women, women and men. So you, what did I say? You didn't say it like that. Oh, okay. um, no, I, I did respond on a different medium to tab with it, and we, we've got a certain parlance and vernacular that we use locally. And I mean here within our within our club locally. Yeah. If I'm down in our club rooms at the weekend and I want to know and I see somebody who I know has just watched maybe our women's ones or men's ones ones, and I'll say, "Oh, how did the boys go? How did the ones boys go?" And I'd say it throughout. How how did the forties divvy four boys go? How did the thirty fives girls go? I just use it as a term, and I, and I don't necessarily think about it as a, something that could be taken as derogatory. Now, of course, I say girls all the time because I've got a four-year-old <laughs> and an eight-year-old. So it's just easy to say girls, girls for everybody. But I, I do note that when we did World Cup daily for the Women's World Cup, we spoke quite a lot beforehand, going, well, let's just make sure we kind of get our terminology right and it doesn't sort of come across as um, being cheap. Now, in this forum, in the reverse stick forum, we're gender neutral, equal, we, you know, we, we, we don't, um, we talk about hockey. You'd like to think so. Yeah. Um, so, I use all sorts of terms. I don't, I, I'll say ladies you hockey do sometimes. You're just talking to me, that's yeah. sure. <laughs> but I say ladies hockey sometimes, but not so much. Men's, women's, guys. For for everybody. No, I think point taken. It's men's and women's. Let's call it men's and women's hockey. I I probably sometimes do use the term ladies, but every time I hear it, I see that right, stupid skit from Little Britain. Right. Ladies, <laughs> and it's starting to grate on me a little bit. So um, men and women. Yeah, but well, we don't. We, we, yeah, we don't say gentlemen. Listen, we don't say. We don't say. We don't, yeah, we don't say ladies and gentlemen, do we? No, I, I can't promise that I'll do that, John. I think I will continue to say girls and boys, but I'll use boys for um, uh, male identifying gender and girls for female identifying gender. Okay. Um, yeah, in, in, in the norm. So uh, if I if I use men and women, that'll keep everybody happy. Yep, let's no. do that. Okay, we'll work towards it. Tick. And now, coming to you live from the Kubala Broadcasting Centre. Thank you for weather location. It's the Fantasy League final winner. Yeah, it is indeed. Uh, we got the uh, we got some emails through, John, after last week's show. Yes, we did get something else. Yeah, people very happy to identify that I could be in. Just in case any of the top uh, 22 don't get in touch, uh, here, are the t- here are the two answers for you. Um, no names, no pack drill there, but we have indeed got a winner from, uh, from Poznan in Poland. It was number one, the coach of A team, as we announced before, Mateusz Groszar, coach Matty, 232 points. The signed Kookaburra's trading singlet is coming your way, Matty. Um, I don't know how long it'll take to get from Australia to Poland, but I expect uh, yeah, be, be with you by Christmas. I can see this is uh, the first step in the rise of Polish hockey, actually. <laughs> right. So uh, it's a step forward. I was a bit uh, surprised. Oh, well, it's great that we've got a listener in Poland. Well, I don't know. I was where, really stoked. Well, I don't know whether Matty's just actually hooked into it to 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 listen to get the answers. Um, uh, for the competition or might, might be a long time listener so Maddie, let us know when the prize arrives whack it on uh, take a, take a selfie put it on Instagram whatever tag, tag us in and, uh, and we'll find out if you're a long term listener or not oh, hopefully he was he would have been and thanks to everybody that got involved and uh, had a good time with it if you're not a long term listener it doesn't matter thanks for joining in it's yeah. good, good to have just, an extra just, one that's 12 listeners last week I think well between your Should family and mine. Yeah, well, all right. Yeah, all right. Well, and now, Matt. That's not even all the Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, what else have we got? Um, I've got through my list. You got anything uh, more uh, on list? Oceana Hockey, uh, ex-Hockey Roo and Hockey Australia board member Claire Prudeau has been elected president of the OHF after the AGM earlier on this month. Australia's got a new coach, haven't they? I'm sorry? Haven't we Hang got on, a new... And oh. Australian David Peebles also elected to the board. They're okay. replacing uh, outgoing... Uh, um, President Pam Algar and uh, Norman Same from New Zealand. Australia got a new tactical coach man, didn't they? Oh, so who is in there? Uh, no, uh, analysis. Analysis. Yeah, can't remember the name. Lee, Les, Paul, John. One of those. Yep. Les Paul. He's in there. He's in the. He's in the job. don't have that info in front of me. Why did you, you spring that up? Oh, no, no, it just struck me in the back of my head. We've got another coach. Yeah, of course, well, there's lots to be yeah. replaced. Uh, Mark Hickman followed, uh, followed us the other day, actually. Did he? No, and the, uh, it's a bit, big shuffle around to the coaches, isn't there? There's a real shuffling of the pack happening. Who's going to pop up where and next? Um, well, Malaysia, fortunately, they managed to get through, didn't they, to the uh, the next stage here so far. So we'll uh, we'll see whether oh, Ronald Altman stays in the job there or there, not. There's a tightrope <laughs> act going on in Malaysia at the moment. I would have thought. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and you know, the FIH is going to have. Uh, well, now they've gone with it with this tournament. There's no going back with no video referral for the rest of them, is there? That's it. You won't uh, know. Certainly can't introduce it now, can you? Despite the fact that there'll be a few people. But can you take it away there. from the pro league? Because that's a, the, at the next stage when they all come together, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's in then, isn't it? This is just the circumstance of this particular tournament. The decisions made that it can't be fulfilled for all venues within the tournament uh, because of broadcast deals. So it can't happen in any, regardless of whether the quality of broadcast is there you or got a not. New job. What's that? Official spokesperson. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting my hand up for it. Um, yeah, I think that's it from me, mate. Uh, did you have a, a win at the weekend? Did you play? One or draw. Uh, first draw of the season? Second. Second draw. Undefeated. Yeah. But we got up a grade. Yeah. And that, that, that's a very good team. That's yeah. probably the best team we've played in two years. That's yeah. Right, so. Happy with that? Yeah, pretty cool. Good. Oh, good. Playing the weekend? No, I can't. Bloody work in football. Ooh. Take it easy, mate. See you next week. So Tokyo is not far off now, John. I see that uh, there was a bit of a visit out to uh, to meet some of the hockey people in Tokyo, Tayab Ikram, and. Uh, yeah, he was there. Uh, Hilary Atkinson from the, from the Pro League, she she was there. Um, new uh, Pro League, yeah, new yeah, well, yeah, FIH Pro League. Uh, new Asian Hockey Federation president Fumio Oguro, he was there. Yeah, they're all pressing the flesh and making sure that uh, um, everything's uh, being prepared correctly from the Japan Hockey Association and the. Tokyo Organising Committee of the Olympic and Paralympic Games. Oh, That's they must have been there to oversee the installation of the shot clocks. Ah, oh, yeah, you hope so. Ah, and a horn. I hope they've got a really good horn. Ha, ha.